Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Ida Limon, and this is The Slowdown. A long time ago, I was trying to learn to meditate. The one thing that worked, the thing that finally allowed me to be still and just breathe, was simply being physically exhausted. I could meditate best after a long hike up a hill on Moon Mountain or in Sugarloaf Ridge State Park, where a long winding hill brought me to a meadow where for once my phone didn't get a signal and I could see across the other valley. There, I could imagine how mountains connect us, not divide us. For a while then, exhausted, emptied of all effort, I could sit and practice metta, or loving-kindness meditation, or mindfulness to sit and know you are sitting, as Joseph Goldstein says in his guided meditations. Then I wondered if it was the meditation that seemed to be working, or just physical exhaustion. Or was it, which is so often true, the awe of the mountains themselves? The headwaters of Sonoma Creek, which after the winter rains is a rush of waterfalls and ripples. The sound of water even drowns out the sound of my all too bullish brain ping-ponging from one problem to the next. If I listened close enough, the mountains seem to be saying, we are all doing our best with this life. Today's poem by former U.S. Poet Laureate Robert Haas is a poem that balances the worrisome long threads of our lives against the large wonder of mountains. The poem's title also asks us to question who gets to name or claim nature at all. John Muir, A Dream, A Waterfall, A Mountain Ash by Robert Haas. I had been given two pieces of writing to read. One was a description of my childhood kitchen, in which, beneath the calm and orderly prose, something was beating, frantically, against the walls like a trapped bat. The other piece contained a small door you could actually crawl through. It led to the ridge of a canyon from which you could look down into an orchard. I knew it was Canyon de Chez, knew Kit Carson and his scouts would be coming to destroy the fruit trees, which were neatly aligned along irrigation ditches that the Spanish called Aquasilla. Woke, feeling nauseous, my wife's soft breathing beside me. Outside, the immense Sierra dark and silence, a sky still glittering with a strew of stars, a faint brightening to the east. You'd think, past sixty or so, the unconscious would give you some respite. But here, 
it says, is the little engine of dread and sorrow that runs your story. And here, almost symmetrically, is the unspeakable cruelty of the world. In an hour, the market in Tahoma will open. I can drive through the sugar pines, get coffee, get a paper. The plan today is to climb Ellis Peak to see if we can't find the clusters of golden berries on the mountain ash that we saw last year, where the slope of the trail flattens and the creek runs in a silver sheet across slabs of granite and then flares into spumes of white water that leap down the canyon in what John Muir thought was joy or its earthly simulation. A good walk, mostly uphill. We can wear ourselves out with it. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at slowdownshow. Hi, it's Micah, producer of The Slowdown. One of the best ways you can support The Slowdown is by starting a monthly gift. It's easy on our budget and provides reliable support for the show you love. Pledge to give $5 a month today, and you can pick one of our thank you gifts at slowdownshow.org slash donate.